Hello, my friends, and as advertised, we are back for our first episode of the Wrestling Podcast this week. That's wrestling spelled W-R-S-T-L-I-N-G. It's all of the graps, but without the E. But of course, me, G, we're not anti-E, we're simply pro-wrestling. My name is Liam, this guy is Gareth. And hello again, everybody. Uh, Really nice to have you back with us. And yeah, two episode a week this week. First one's just us. Second one, we got an interview, but you're going to have to wait till the end of the episode to find out who that is. Or you could fast forward, but where's the fun in that? (laughs) (laughs) So we thought we'd just check in with you guys, have a little chat about some of the things that are going on, a couple of core topics that we wanted to discuss. Right, Gareth? Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's a lot going on in the wrestling world right now. And lots to discuss. So, yeah, we thought no time like the present to sit down and discuss it. No time like the present, indeed. All right, let's just dive right in. I'm going to pick a topic at random. Let's have a quick chat about this best of Super Juniors lineup. Because the tournament is kicking off, well, in the next couple of days. I'm very, very excited with this. And uh, as we've just been discussing off air, I've been actually tasked with writing an article about it for Inside the Ropes magazine, which I'm very excited about because we don't do loads of New Japan in the mag. So that's really exciting. And it means that I'm going to have to be dialed in to this (laughs) tournament. There's no excuse. I'm going to have to be watching every single episode. And I'm really looking forward to that, actually. So what were your initial thoughts on the lineup, then, G? It's it's an interesting one. I reckon just for those that are uninitiated, I'm just going to do a quick run through of both blocks. So in block A, you've got Taguchi, Yo, Clark Connors, Hiromu, Yoshinobu Kanemura, Ace Austin, Alex Zane, Francesco Akira, Taji Ishimori, and Sho. And then over in block B, you've got Master Watto, Robbie Eagles, Titan, Bushi, El Desperado, Doki, El Lindemann, Wheeler Yuta, TJP, and El Fantasmo. Mm. Block B seems, well, both blocks are chock a block with international, <laughs> with international talent this year in stark contrast to the last couple of years obviously due to the pandemic so yeah it's pretty pretty cool to have you know such a stacked block you know there's some people i am bigger fans of than others and some people that i've not even seen before so yeah very excited to to see what goes down here it kind of has really given it an edge of unpredictability yeah definitely my feeling yeah, it's breathed some life into it, hasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I think the the kind of people I'm most excited to see here that are kind of new to the tournament are, are Wheelie Utah and um, El Linderman are probably the, the two that really stand out to me. My favourite Jack Little Freak, El Linderman, getting a, <laughs> getting a shot in New Japan Pro Wrestling. And Utes has been absolutely killing it on the indie scene and more recently over in AEW. So very excited to see what he can do here. Some of the mouthwatering matchups there, you know, I think really excited to see both those men against, you know, like um, Despy and Robbie Eagles, I think will both be great matches for both, mm-hmm. both those men. Those are the ones that immediately have got me rubbing my hands together. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't disagree. I think as I look at it, it really enforces the fact that El Desperado is the man in this division. And, you know, when I look down the B block, the best match, you know, for each person is the El Desperado match, or certainly the one that I want to see anyway. And I think Despi has really overtaken Hiromu as kind of ace of the division. well, certainly the most intriguing member of the yeah. division. You know, and it's interesting because it was really for me, it was that it was that sort of um 2020 uh 
run that Despy had through the, this tournament mm. that really kind of made me sit up and take notes. It's someone I'd, I'd always enjoyed, but him sort of getting this great run, uh, blasting through the tournament, end of the tournament on, you know, uh, on 14 points, you know, really strong showing. And in the finals against um, Bromu, you know, really kind of elevated him in, in my eyes. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Who are you less familiar with? So for me in um, this this go round, I've not seen Francesco uh, Akira previously. That's the one I was thinking you were going to say, because I think he's done a bit in all Japan. Hasn't he's he? new on me. Yeah. Um, and not familiar with uh, Titan, Titan. Titan's very good. He's been in previous um, best Super Juniors tournaments. He's a really good wrestler. Yeah, I don't know if I've I've caught him before. Or maybe I have in passing on the um, Fantastica, Fantastic Mania mm. um, shows, but it's not really stuck with me. So yeah, looking to see, um, looking forward to seeing what he brings to the table. Definitely, somebody that I'm really excited to see in this tournament is Clark Connors. Mm. Um, Connors has done really good stuff since going on excursion, I guess you'd call it, to the LA Dojo. Yeah, and it's really developed into just such a good good wrestler you watch what he does he's so mechanically gifted mm. but he's also in insane shape and he has charisma he has yeah. fire and i think he's going to do really well in this i think this is going to open a lot of people's eyes with regards mm. to clark connors for me as well um ace austin you know he's somebody who yeah. you know i think is is very very good but not a lot of people get to see him because he's toiling away in impact you know not to say that impact doesn't have you know, isn't good and doesn't have its moments, but it has fewer eyes on it than a lot of other prominent promotions, you know, yeah. even, you know, and he's not somebody that you necessarily see pop up on heaps of indie shows or anything. It's literally just impact for him. So you don't get to hear a lot of hype surrounding Ace. Um, mm. So, yeah, I think, I, I do think he's someone when we're out the other side of this, I think people will be talking about uh, much more. Yeah, I don't disagree. I think Ace Austin's really, really good. And yeah, as you say, it's nice that he's going to get that kind of exposure mm. and also be in there with some really, really good guys as well. So, yeah, it's going to be a good tournament for him. Yeah. As you look down the list, is there anybody that you feel like would have been a good inclusion that didn't make it for whatever reason? Let me have a little think. There's nobody that immediately jumps to mind you know that's on the new japan roster yeah i think i'm thinking more along the lines of imports either domestic or international oh i mean you know if that's the case if we're talking sort of people outside the company i mean there's there's so many that would have been would have been great fits you know i would love to have seen dante martin on this i think would be a really really good fit um you know if you could have got ray phoenix on this yeah definitely you know, those are the two that kind of immediately spring to my mind. You know, if if Alex Shelley was fit and healthy, I'd love to see an Alex Shelley on on this. You know, yeah, yeah. There's there's I could probably go on on and on and on about guys that I'd love to see. You know, juniors I'd love to see on this card. How about for you? Is there any one that? Yeah, there are. I mean, I would have liked to have seen somebody from Noah. Um, yeah, that'd I be... thought that would have been interesting, like a Yohei or someone along those lines. Mm. But it's not to sound ungrateful because we're clearly getting a lot of crossovers here. <laughs> um, it's always the uh, that scene at the end of um, Endgame where Wong looks at Doctor Strange after he asks him, is that everybody? He's like, you wanted more? <laughs> and I think that's how we feel as wrestling fans a lot of the time. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe one or two more. <laughs> uh, um, I think the one that I really thought might get a shot here was Michael Oku. 
Yeah. Um, you know, the relationship with RevPro. I yeah, that is a shame. The, the Cruiserweight or Junior Heavyweight Champion. And it, it does feel to me like that's a bit of a, a one-way street. Like folks come to England to wrestle. You don't see as many going back mm. to Japan um, yeah. for whatever reason, outside of the obvious ones. He, he seems like the next logical person to make that jump, doesn't he? He's a top drawer talent you know he's he can really go in the ring and i don't think would have been at all out of place here no he needs that stuff up the other one that was on my mind who is making his new japan debut fairly shortly albeit in the u.s is homicide mm. he's i think he's the current nwa cruiserweight champion but you know last year they did a or was it the year before they did a u.s version of this tournament yeah Super Jacob, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, so you never know. Side might be on there, but I, <laughs> I love the idea of Homicide under the New Japan banner. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I did enjoy when they did the winner of the Super Jacob taking on the best Super Juniors winner to decide who faces the the Junior Heavyweight Champ at Wrestle Kingdom. I thought it was yeah, a, that, a, that... a cool little, especially if they're keeping the two night format. I very much would not be opposed to, to, to that at all. Yeah, I was going to say that makes good use of the two-night format rather than it just being for the sake of it. So yeah, mm. I couldn't agree more. All right, so let's have a look then at these two blocks. Who do you see winning each block? Let's just call it early. Ooh. Get something on wax so that people can laugh at us in the future. You know, I think, do you, you know, you've had what? This would be Hiromu's third final in a row if he made it you know do you have Hiromu just because he's you know the the man the made man in division make it to the finals again to to lose in the final or do you kind of uh have somebody top him here so you know do they go all in on Francesco Akira maybe I wouldn't be against that you know he's part of the United Empire now looks like he's going to be a fixture so that would be pretty cool That'd be fascinating as well for somebody that's done most of their work in all Japan to be mm. featured so prominently in his debut showing in New Japan. Otherwise, you know, it feels like maybe is it a, a Taiji Ishimori? Yeah, or like maybe Yo or Show I could see yeah. doing something. You know, they're hell bent on pushing this house of torture, aren't Oof. they? So and but I do really like Show regardless. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like he kind of he kind of needs kind of a little bit of a building up again, I think. Yeah. I wonder if it might be Akira and Despi in the final. Mm, yeah, I think that's a pretty pretty safe shout, isn't it? You know, again, if you listen to this in the future and you know the results, don't laugh at us too hard. <laughs> or do you tweet us and tell us? <laughs> yeah, I'm just imagining getting like a tweet in about three months' time, just being like, Jesus, guys, what were you on? <laughs> yeah, when they've both gone on massive losing streaks throughout the whole thing. <laughs> Okay, failing that, I wouldn't be. You know, let's if we were to say that Despi doesn't make it to the final, mm. then I would assume that Hiromu does from the A block, and maybe Wheeler Yuta does. Yeah, I think you kind it's of want push pretty hard. You kind of want one of Hiromu or Despi making it to the final to be the eventual eventual loser in the in the final, just because it kind of gives whoever's winning that extra level of prestige, beating you know like the 
perceived aces of the division. Yeah, it's what um, my my football club of choice, Chelsea, have been kindly doing over the past couple of years at tournaments, getting to the final and then putting the other guy <laughs> over, you know, just to just to help the rest of the division. So you know, who's going to be the Chelsea of this? Interesting. <laughs> of this tournament. But yeah, I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Wheeler Utah did something that relationship between AEW and yeah. New Japan is very, very strong now. It's, it... I think he'll either absolutely smash it or he'll end up like middle of the pack, won't he? Is there's mm. no there's no kind of two ways about it. Yeah, I think his openers against Despy. Mm. Could be very wrong nice. about that. But well, they're gonna wrestle one way or the other, but I'm pretty sure it's the <laughs> opener. And that's gonna be interesting. And that'll probably tell us a lot, you know, yeah. about how for real he is in this tournament. So yeah. Very exciting indeed. All right, let's um, move on from best of super juniors then and talk about another card that's been announced this very day. We're talking, of course, about Cyber Fighter Festival 2022. They've okay. announced a million matches today, <laughs> more so than I think I could possibly go through on uh, this podcast, but I'm going to give you some of the highlights. So the top three matches, the big singles matches, we've got Go Shizaki defending against Satoshi Kojima of New Japan. That was a mighty surprise. It was, wasn't it? Yeah, interesting one. Battle of the Choppers should be good. Hold on. Did I just say that? Um, Battle of the people that give hard chops. It's certainly not the Battle of the Choppers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. It's not the Battle of the Choppers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, crikey. Um, Yeah. So that should be fun. Interesting. I think that's... uh, you know, marking the win column for Mr. Shizaki, but you know, a good name to have under his yeah, belt. Yeah, I'm, I'm still, I still really rate Kojima. I think he's, oh, you yeah. Know, so it's, it's lovely to see him being given a like top singles match here, you know, because he can still really go. And, you know, like in New Japan, he's kind of relegated to tags and Young Lion stuff and, yeah, you know, it's doesn't, interesting. Doesn't do a lot of prominent stuff. But no. my one frustration is that, you know, you've got somebody that perception wise, you know, is kind of treated like he's not like a top threat coming in and then challenging for the Noah top honors. It's not ideal, is it? No, no. So whilst in a vacuum, I think it'd be a great match. Perception wise, yeah. I don't think it does Noah and the GHC heavyweight title massive favors. No, you could have almost seen him come in and challenge for the national or something yeah. like that. Yeah. You know, but yeah, I, I don't disagree. Yeah, in a vacuum, it's going to be fun. But yeah, perception wise, not optimal. Princess Princess Championship, Shoko Nakajima defending against Yuka Sakazaki. I think that was probably about as nailed on. Yeah, just, just as about. Any match on this card. My understanding is Yuka hasn't had a shot of the pop title since last Cyber Fight Festival. So interesting to see her um, get, the, get the shot here. I also believe that um shoko has said something about she needs to beat yuka here to prove that she's like top of the pecking order just because you know she beat obviously beat uh yamashita for the belt and yuka is perceived as like the other like top person Mm. in the in the promotion so yeah this is what cements shoko as you know the top of tjpw yeah, no, I get it. I think there's a good story there, and I have no doubt that it's going to be a banger match. Absolutely, I think you could make an argument that it's slightly unambitious. Mm. To... <sighs> of course, you want to put your main guys in the most prominent matches. That makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. But I'm starting to get the feeling with TJPW that they 
they sort of draw on the same folks yeah. more often than not. Yeah. And it would be nice to see some of the others get an opportunity at a big stage like this. But, yeah. you know, look, it's going to be great. It's going to be a really good match. And, you know, if it if Shoko wins, and of course it helps solidify her status as the champion. So, yeah, can't really complain. But again, it's, it's another one in a vacuum. It's going to be a fantastic match. But yeah, like you say, I would love to see some of the people just bubbling under in TJPW getting that opportunity on such yeah. a massive stage. Yeah, I mean, there is a there's a lot of tags uh, on this show. There is a four way for the number one contendership for the pop title. Yeah. And that's got Rika Tatsumi, Mizuki, Kamiyu and also Miyu Watanabe, a.k.a. The Truth. <laughs> uh, and that's that's great. That's a nice spot. Yeah. And that should be fun. I mean, look, there's a really good argument here that you you swap Yuka for somebody in there, and then you you know you give that four way a little bit more perceived star power, yeah. Whilst also giving somebody else the rub in you know the second or last match mm. on the on a big show. But I'm splitting hairs. Like it's yeah. going to be a really good match and it's going to be a fun show. Yeah, but that's just something that you could have done. I think you could take us as sounding as being negative about this. Which I don't think is the case. Like I'm pumped for that match. It's gonna, you know, it's gonna be a great match, and you know, you love to see two top people going against it. But like, we just love TJPW up and down, and want to see all of these people we know are great getting the big opportunities as well. Yeah, definitely. And it's it's one of those things, isn't it? You fall into a difficult trap if you end up fancy booking cards too often, yeah. because inevitably, invariably. It doesn't meet your your dreams. Your, mm. your, it can't, and there's various reasons for that. So, in some ways, it's it's good to not delve into that. But with something like a cyber fight festival, where you've got you know, four different promotions in the mix, it's very very hard to be disciplined and not just start yeah. thinking, "Oh man, well, I wonder if maybe this is the time for so and so." Yeah. Um. But look, it's going to be really really good. There's no doubt about it. And I love that there's that four way on sure. this card to help set up for the next big show intrigued to see who comes out of it on top yeah i think it's just a case of metaphorically there's a lot of toys to play with here and you know it just sets the mind a buzzing about all the possibilities and so then like years gone by us watching raw rumbles and fantasy booking who the mystery participants could be and then invariably you still get some good surprises but they were never as wild as you'd imagined gareth knows all too well that i have a real issue with the same person being on top for too long it's affected my viewing of lots and lots of programs not just wrestling (laughs) you know buffy the vampire slayer started out fine but then it was just her, like all of the other gang. They were just jobbers. Why were they even there? It just ruined it. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. Who else does anything apart from Goku? Oh, Gohan, his son. Why is Piccolo there? Like, it's just, you know, he's awesome. Why is Tien there? Just job out. It's I want I want different guys in the mix. Does anybody else feel the same way? You know, I want the undercard to thrive on all platforms. And mm-hmm. that's where I'm at. Anyway. Enough about that. You can tell we're recording this after a day's worth of work. We're jaded as opposed to the <laughs> usual 10 a.m. slot. We're feeling pretty good. You know, um, so let's let's get on to one match then that I, you know, has had an awesome build thus far. And, you know, I am super pumped for is the special singles match, Keno versus Daisuke Sasaki. Hell like, yeah. I don't know if you saw, I've seen the footage from the press conference today, mm. but it's uh, 
<laughs> Kenno kicking with a flaming boot. His fire kick. I love Oof. it. It's so cool. It's so, you know, like Street Fighter or something yeah. like that, isn't it? It's just awesome. Yeah. Yeah, this is great. And I love that it's a proper inter-promotional match as well. Mm-hmm. You know, really, that this is the essence of the Cyber Fight Festival. I feel like my favorite long-running feud is just Kenno versus DDT. <laughs> Yeah, he hates them, doesn't he? He hates them. <laughs> it makes he knows me so what happy. He did like, oh, my goodness. He knows what he did. He got on that bike. Yeah. The moment he did, he surrendered his values. Shout out to him. Emily Pratt, yeah. Shout out to Emily Pratt. That that tweet rings in my ears yeah. every time I see Kelly. He <laughs> lost the ideological war. <laughs> uh, I loved it so much, yeah. So, so true. Very much looking forward to seeing Keno go to war with DDT again this year. Me too, me too. Also, we have to mention as well, it's the most cyber fight festival thing for rob van damme to randomly be on the car yeah. <laughs> i love it just hey he's just hey i'm hey, here hey he's just me, a, RVD. <laughs> he's in a six man teaming with ogawa <laughs> and Hayata. Hayata. not exactly you know the the obvious partners for him although they're both very laid back by the looks of it against uh kaito kiyomiya daisuke harada that's oh, two podcast guests there, and Yo Hey as well. So look, that's going to be a lot of fun. I just love it. It's completely random. Yeah, just RVD being bonkers. Yeah, where the hell not? So yeah, I think that will just be just fun. You know, there's there's a lot of exciting performers in there. I don't think there's heaps to say about that one. Other than it's just like, yeah, how fun is it just having RVD in a random Noah six man? <laughs> I just thought, I know he's kind of on the Noah side, but it really spoke to the, the zaniness of a DDT or yeah. perhaps it's mastermind, you know, that you've got Absolutely. This, this guy just on the card. But I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Maybe we can try and get him on for an interview. That'd be pretty good. <laughs> Rob, if you're listening, come on. We'd love to, we'd love to find out what your favorite pizza <laughs> topping is. <laughs> All right, so the Cyberfight Festival 2022, I think that's going to be a lot of fun. I am really, really looking forward to that show. Yeah, last year's was one of the most entertaining shows I watched all year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really, really enjoyed that start to finish. So, you know, looking forward to seeing this, you know, and glad Gambare are getting a shot again. Absolutely. Yeah, so they should. So they should. The Eruption versus Gambare match, I think, will be, in terms of like, undercard that's the one that kind of really jumps out at me yeah where's our boy balimaki i know probably on He's commentary. A gang bar, yeah probably on commentary yeah there's something you know that he he maybe has done himself out of getting on on cards you know i think a little bit just because he's so invaluable as an english commentator to them so you know yeah i've got the sense before speaking to him i forget if it was on air or off but i've, I've got the sense from him that he's mindful of that yeah and slightly not hesitant because i think he's excited for all the different i don't want to put words in the guy's mouth um but you know I, he's clearly excited for all these opportunities that are coming his way but yeah i think it's something he's he's aware yeah. of yeah absolutely um but you know he's the ace so they're gonna wise up eventually long may he reign long may he reign all right let's um let's move on from that couple of fun little bits about our main man to catch the man who yeah uh, Okay, so look, quick deviation into the E popped up on AEW Rampage in the main event, no less, um, against Jay Lethal. Really fun match. He killed really it. Fun. He absolutely, he absolutely killed smashed it. it. Some spots in that match were just mm, chef's kiss. Like, just yeah. love, loved that match. How about that crazy lariat from the top? That was a lot of fun, wasn't it? Yeah, just, yeah. It's, it's wonderful. And if you had the opportunity to see any of his matches on Dark Elevation thus far, 
one of the you know look if you if you watch AEW dark then you're enjoying what is essentially a podcast between <laughs> Taz and Excalibur like you could you don't have to watch the matches you could just listen to them and you'll have a great time <laughs> you know the matches are good too but you know but with this, what you're hearing is a love fest between the big show and sexual chocolate Mark Henry over Takeshita. And if you thought that you were going to be hearing that phrase <laughs> in the year 2022, <laughs> then I need some lottery ticket numbers yeah, for you. They, um, were, they really dig the main they man. They love Takeshita. Yeah, yeah. It was lovely to hear. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. There's a, a, a point in his match with Brandon Cutler where he just absolutely levels him with a forearm and they just both explode. It's so funny. <laughs> Mark Henry's like, Cutler just stood there. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, so he's he seems to be having uh, absolutely fantastic uh, run of things. That's not to say as well, like his string of um, bookings that he's got coming up on the US indie scene as well. You know, obviously yeah. he, just, uh, he just made his debut in Perez and Gorilla, and he's got some real interesting uh, matchups coming up in the not too distant future. Well, not least his match against former, another former two-time podcast guest in the Loose Ledge, Adam Brooks for Deadlock Pro. That is going to be a banger. I'm really, really looking forward to that one. Oh yes, oh absolutely. So that one's going down on May the fifteenth. I'm not sure how deadlock operate in terms of streaming so keep an eye on that because we'd like to talk about that one on the show yeah and um, then so he's also got matches on the cards with uh, lee moriarty going ooh. down in prestige wrestling june 18th ooh, uh, so that's that's going to be live on iwtv yikes better cool. re-up that subscription gary <laughs> <laughs> gary <laughs> Uh, and he's also got uh, a match on the books against none other than Josh Alexander, uh, Garden State Pro Wrestling um, in July. So, yeah, that is, you know, that's a couple of real quality matches. You know, they're going to be top notch. And I think, you know, anybody within the sound of my voice, if you're, you know, local to those promotions, I can't recommend going out of your way to see Takeshita enough. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, he's gonna make some serious waves this year. He already is. But he's oh, gonna yeah. make some serious waves this year. And also, can we just pause for a minute to talk about the 4D chess being played by President Sanshiro Takagi? Because <laughs> Takeshita, main event in Rampage, now shown on New Japan World. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> The prez is always moves ahead. Oh man, the other one uh, I didn't mention. He's also got a match booked against Speedball Mike Bailey uh, oh, on shit. the on the tenth of June. West Coast Pro Wrestling. Just you know, stop he's, it. He's really just like everyone's just gone shit. We need to just book Takeshita in like all these uh, incredible dream matches as They're quickly as human as quickly as humanly possible. Um, right. So yeah, well up, well up for that. UK promotions, we're looking at you. Yeah, take notice. On, lads. But did you see as well that the furor is probably the wrong word, but the uh, with Akiyama about calling Takeshita's uh, jumping knee the wrong thing? Yeah, yeah but they, they, um, and then they immediately corrected the next, they the next time yeah. out. But I just no, thought it was really interesting Akiyama sort of pleading, mm. making his case to call it the right thing which yeah, I really appreciated. That... Yeah, definitely. Well, there's a lot of legacy behind that move. No. And I think it's it has more meaning than just a distinction between jumping and flying. And yeah, it's, absolutely. Yeah, it's important. Yeah. But I love that he raised it. I think that's yeah. great. And I love even more that they acknowledged it. Yeah, the fact they didn't fall on deaf ears as well, I think is yeah. really nice to see as well. Really good stuff to see. 
Right. Anything else before we wrap up? It just occurred to me because we didn't cover it when we were just chatting Cyberfight Festival. Just I'm just bummed out that Endo doesn't have a singles title match for the KDO point title. But do you think it's the haircut? (laughs) Is he like Samson? Haircut wise, you know, he's it's just game over. No, I'm just I'm just tripping. Anybody that's seen me regularly knows I've got a terrible haircut. I'm, so I'm I not... was actually thinking, so I know you can't see this, but when when we came on Zoom, I was just thinking like that your hair was looking really nice today. Were you really? Yeah. Oh, that's I, nice. Of I'm you. I'm digging it. Oh, that's good of you to say. This is the just woke up look. No, I think I think it suits you. Yeah, I'm just because I'm just so used to having you having such short hair all the time. You having uh, some longer hair. It's exciting to see. I should just point out, I haven't had short hair literally since we were at school together. This is just implanted in Gareth's head. But like short, short, short hair. <laughs> like it's never usually this long. No, it's true. It's true. I appreciate it. I really, I really appreciate it. It was a compliment that I was ill prepared for. Yeah. It, it was a broadside, but I enjoyed Turning it. Turning into a love fest over here. Yeah. When, and do you know what? I'm going to take back what I said about Endo's hair because do you know what? Beauty's in the eye of the beholder. <laughs> that, that's a lovely looking man. And who am I to talk nonsense about his hair? Yeah. He absolutely should have a singles match, though. You're bang on. Yeah. And I wonder if it's that they've just kind of committed to a formula of having three singles matches, you know, at, at the, the top tip of the, of the card. card. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, that was just one of those things that kind of got squeezed out. But yeah, I would have loved to have seen him in a singles match. He's He deserves to be up there 100%. More generally, like, it's been a real a busy, busy couple of weeks, you know, and we haven't, like been able to sort of cover everything but you know we've had wrestling's on taku impacts wrestling impacts under siege uh ddt mega max bump uh right. we've had gato move returning we've had yeah. the uh very recently we had the, the finals of the cinderella tournament in stardom tjpw's yes wonderland 2022 yeah it's been a busy busy time for wrestling fans not to forget Noah's huge event at the Rio Goku, Noah Majestic 2022. So, you know, fair play to you if you've managed to watch all of that. I'm still playing catch up, but I know yeah. Liam certainly is. But, oh, yeah, you know, what, what a time to be alive as a wrestling fan. It's the best, isn't it? And we are under increasing pressure from all corners to produce more content. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's something we're hearing regularly. And I, I suppose the, the question to, to you, dear listener, is, is that is that what you want as well? Do you want more content? And if so, how do you want it to be delivered? Do you want more conversations about shows, more interviews? Do you want to see us doing some video stuff on YouTube or Twitch? Hit us up because we're open to it. I, I'm being forced to succumb to this you know ex- external pressure and uh, it, 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 it's it's getting hot in the kitchen folks yeah, so absolutely look, if we there's more shows we need to cover them a few ideas that we've got buzzing around um there's definitely going to be more content finding your way but if you've got something specific in terms of what you'd like to hear or indeed see um then let us know and still if there's anything we're not covering we haven't covered or we're not regularly covering that you'd love to hear us chatting about do let us know point us yeah. you know point us in the right direction yeah no, we're guided by you. So yeah, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Right, let's um, let's get on with this announcement then. So later in the week, big Gary Wood, G Wood, he's got a an interview coming up. Tell the folks who you're speaking to. Yes, so uh, I had the pleasure of speaking to uh, one of the founding members of Nomads, the f- sort of freelance wrestling group, uh, none other than Mayu Kihi. Hey. 
Hey, big name, big, big name. Joined by a fan favourite, Mr. Haku, as always. Mr. Hack was back. Yeah, no, that's wonderful. I, I'm also looking forward to listening to that because I wasn't available for that one. But can you can you give the listeners a little taste? What can we expect? What do you talk about? We certainly cover our usual silly questions and it was interesting getting her, her take on that. We had a few laughs there. But just like getting an insight into the how Nomads came about, the freelance lifestyle, all that kind of stuff is... is dead interesting you know even if I do so myself like I really enjoyed that conversation I would could have I could have kind of kept the questions coming given enough time you know there was there's so much more I would love to have to have asked her but you know this is just a glimpse into you know one of the minds behind nomads perfect oh well okay well I'm pumped for that and I hope you guys are too that's coming out on this coming Friday the normal time around 7 p.m. UK no, time. It will be bang on 7 p.m. because I will be uh, at work. So I will be scheduling that to drop bang on 7. Oh, there you go, folks. There we are. He's on the record. Bang on 7 p.m. Like, uh, if, if it's not a bang on 7, then it's not coming out on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You have to put it out. We have an agreement in place. <laughs> we'll get blacklisted. You've got you to kick it out. Um, <laughs> All right, folks, on that sunny note, um, we're going to leave you there. So thanks for joining us, as always. Really appreciate you coming along for the ride. And as I said, if you've got any thoughts, views, and opinions on what we should be looking at, what else we could be doing in terms of content, we'd love to hear it. The best way to do that is via social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram. It's at WrestlingPod. That's Wrestling About The E. You can also send us an email to WrestlingPod at gmail.com. Again, Wrestling About The E. WrestlingPod.com is the place to find all the links and places to listen to the show our personal twitters is a really great way of sharing the show with people that haven't heard us before if you'd be so inclined to do so um if you wouldn't mind dropping us a review on your podcast platform of choice again it does help a huge amount sorry to keep wanging on about that but it really does help <laughs> so we appreciate your time in doing so and that's pretty much it so folks have a wonderful next couple of days we'll see you back here on friday at the wrestling podcast and in the meantime stay happy stay safe and enjoy the graps. Mm-hmm.